Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast. After a few weeks hiatus, Chris, because I was traveling and you were busy, but uh, Albert Tan here with my good friend, Chris Baker. How are you doing, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Good to be back and having uh, conversations. It's good to, you know, we we obviously do these to share with other people, but to be honest, I know we both get as much out of it as uh, as other people. So it's good to be, to be back do, uh, yeah. thinking, thinking this way and talking about, about um, the topics that we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And and today I think we picked a topic on servant leadership, which I'm passionate about. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people really don't necessarily maybe understand what servant leadership is or have chosen to not adopt a servant leadership model because they think that, you know, being a servant leader is vulnerable or maybe shows the weaknesses, but we're going to argue against that point today. And and so really, th- just we're going to dive into this. And the first thing I want to share with you is a quote from our mentor, John Maxwell. He says, leadership is not about titles, positions, or flow charts. It's about one life influencing another. And that is especially power- powerful when it gets geared to, to serve others. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really a, a great quote just to start out with, you know, uh, how do we serve others? It is. And, you know, it's again, that what John said there, I, I tell people all the time, right. Whether, whether I'm just having like coaching calls with them, mentoring sessions or just conversations or teaching classes, you know, I tell everybody you're, you're a leader, whether you've got a leader in your title or not, because exactly. if you, you influence other people by what you do. Right. Yep good Absolutely. or bad right other people will be influenced by what you do and therefore if other people are influenced by what you do that means they're following you and if somebody is following you then automatically you're a leader so yeah. so you're already leader and it's not again like john said there it's not about getting that title or being given a position right or looking at it on an org unit you are a leader and therefore right. you know we are, are duty if you like and responsibility is to to influence others in a positive way mm-hmm. right? and that's that's really servant leadership right absolutely and it, and it differs in the sense from the regular traditional leadership models where you're sort of you know in the tower barking orders to the minions yeah <laughs> here yeah. you're really leading the way by doing what you need to do doing what needs to be done and 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 realizing that any task is not beneath you and uh-huh that you're working alongside the team to achieve the goals and, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know, those, those goals that you you set out as an organization versus yeah. again, like I said, sitting in the tower um, telling people what to do. Yeah. And I, I think the, the servant leader is, you know, we're serving others. We're serving the people we work with. We're also serving our clients, customers or whatever, but that when we're serving the people we work with, what does that mean? And and to me, it, it's it's about as a leader, I'm I'm not necessarily measured on what I physically do. I'm measured on the results of the people that are working, and I'm going to say with me, not for me, right? So right. It, it's the people that are on the team. What the team does is is how I'm measured, and therefore, you know, as a as a leader, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So really, your your job is to serve people to help them to be the best they can be, right? Yeah. To give them all the tools that they need to be able to do the job, to give them the support and the encouragement 
um, to to keep going and to keep improving. That to me is what a servant leader is. And really, it, when you look at that, and when you are living that out in your leadership style, it has an amazing impact on the team and as well as the team work, right? That goes on with an organization. Right. So there's a lot of positive things that happen, and just a few of those. I mean, you have you have trust is built, right? There's a there's a mutual respect yeah. between yourself and and your coworkers or your your employees, right? Mm -hmm. And then. There's an empowerment that happens in, in, in building strong teams when you yeah. live out this servant leadership model. So what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, trust is huge. You know, we we teach and talk about that all of the time. And and trust is is not a given, neither is respect, right? They has to be earned. And then yeah. even once it's earned, it has to be maintained. Because again, you you you've got to you've got to get there. Once you get there, you can't like relax and go, hey. I'm, I'm the big cheese now and everybody's going to follow me. No, if you stop doing what got you there, that trust and respect will be lost quicker than you gained it. Right. So mm -hmm. you've got to keep, keep doing that. And empowerment again, I, I love that because it's, it's, it's really allowing the team to be autonomous in what they do, right. To make decisions and take responsibility and ownership because when they do, the results will be better. Yeah. Right. It comes back. This is, is really bars. Right. The behaviors and the actions will equal the results and success. Mm -hmm. So if you are empowering the team. And, and everybody that you work with to to do the right thing, right, to make decisions, to to work autonomously. They're not going to abuse that empowerment. Right. No. They, and, and you may get some. Right. But what you do then is you have that conversation and just help them. To help the help them to ask them to help you understand what their thought process was and and so on and then you coach them you coach them around it but yeah. if you do that everybody in the team will pull together and then they will start backing up each other right and helping each right. other um, and and sharing best practices and it's just a win win always win -win. Right? yeah and I think that you know that takes us to our next point about you know how having a servant leadership attitude in your role as a leader it really fosters a, a growth mindset within your organization right. and chris we've talked about this before nothing frustrates me more than when you know you and i have both experienced this talk to businesses or talking about training and developing yeah. their teams and and the response is uh we're good yeah. we're fine i've been doing this a long time i know what yeah. i'm doing and that that to me <laughs> and it, and folks, you know, listen to me here. This is not about getting the sale or making mm -hmm. more money off of that business. I don't care if somebody does business with me or not. Just do something. Do something right. with somebody in some way to grow, you know, that growth, have a growth mindset versus mm. that scarcity closed off mindset. Because I'll tell you something, folks, if you say to training and development in any way saying, hey, um, you know, we're fine. We'll be okay. I've been doing this a long time. I know what I'm doing. Guess what? <laughs> Your organization is going to be on the decline. Yeah. You're going to be on and, the decline. And I look at this out like the, the, the growth mindset. Yeah. I mean, obviously we all want to grow our, our bottom line profits, right? Well, how do you do that? And it's not necessarily by charging more money or selling more goods, right? We've, we've covered that before. If you can develop and nurture and retain your top talent within your organization and turn them into to 
to um, excellent seekers, right? So they're always right. looking to grow themselves personally, professionally. You're going to get that more engaged employees that can see a future. They're going to buy into the purpose of your company, right? You've got to make sure you have a company charter. That's what a growth mindset is. So yeah. what you're doing is you're, you're reducing, if you reduce your turnover, you're naturally reducing your costs, and if you're reducing exactly. your cost, even if you're selling the same, you're making more money. Make more money. Yeah. And what, okay. And what business owner does not want to make more money? Okay. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and the, the, the other way you'll do it again is because of that, that higher level of employee engagement, they're going to deliver an exceptional customer service, which means your customers are going to become raving fans. They're going to keep returning. Exactly. They're going to keep referring yeah. people. So guess what? You're not going to need to spend as much money on advertising. What does that mean? You're lowering your costs again, right? Yeah, so you, you, you're you lowering your cost of customer acquisition. You're creating customers for life, which therefore that return on that lifelong value of that customer goes up exponentially. Mm -hmm. Why would you not want a growth mindset? Yeah. But here's one thing too, that growth mindset needs to come from the leadership, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. mo you know, most team members will fall into the, the habits or the ruts that their leaders are in. Mm -hmm. And so if the leadership does not promote having this growth mindset, then odds are the team will right. not pursue that growth mindset. Or if you do have somebody in your team that pursuing a growth mindset, they're going to leave to an organization where they're supported in pursuing right. a growth mindset. Uh, and then you're back into that hiring and filling roles again. So you got to lead by example, right, Al? If you, you know, and, and Mark Cole says you can't give what you don't have, right? So you have exactly. to, as a leader, you have to have that growth mindset. As a business owner, you have to have that growth mindset. You have to encourage it in others, but not just talk the talk. You have to walk the walk. Okay. Yeah. And exactly. then, and then it's acting with integrity, right? And integrity is doing the right thing even when no one else is looking. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's like, are you, um, taking it upon yourself to grow yourself, right? Are you are you showing your team that mm -hmm. you are interested in growth and you're interested in their growth? Are you using emotional intelligence to connect with your team to really show them that you care? Right. And then one of yeah. the, the the benefits as a business owner is that guess what? You can retire early, and you've got people then that are going to take on your business and keep it growing. So you've got a passive income. And you can enjoy your retirement knowing exactly. that your business is in good hands. Yeah. And and so much of this we'd go through, like, so business owners, if you're out there and you're saying, how do I get this? How do I get to this next level in my organization business? Chris and I have an eight-week program that we take business owners through that really addresses a lot of this and gives you the tools and the resources you need to, to grow yourself and your team and your organization and to really solidify that 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 potential of retiring early to enjoy that passive income. So reach out to us if you have questions on that. Now, what I mentioned this at the beginning, Chris, and one of the misconceptions about servant leadership is really that it shows a sign of weakness, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that, you know, maybe your team's going to take advantage of you if you're, if you have that servant heart, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, I think we both are aligned on this, that that is a complete misconception. Absolutely. And, yeah. I think it shows, I think it shows a weakness in yourself. If you think that way, Right. Yeah. Because you're not obviously confident enough in your own your own ability to to connect with your team. But what it also probably shows is that maybe you've got the wrong team. Very true. You know, That's a um, good point. because when you've recruited them, you may not have had that growth mindset at that time. Right. Yourself. Yeah. You may not have been thinking long term. You might have been just thinking 
let's get a body in into this seat because I need somebody to work here, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 there could be all sorts of, of reasons with that, but you, 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 you grow when you move outside of your comfort zone, right? And when you're stretched and, mm-hmm. you know, when you're vulnerable, what it's doing again is it's showing that vulnerability shows people that you care. It shows them that you want to, to, um, to listen, that you want to grow, that you, that you want them to be the best they can be and you care about the business. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. What's wrong with that? You know? And, and if you don't want to do that, then again, I think it shows a weakness if you don't want to be a servant leader. Absolutely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And, and, you know, again, that, that misconception has been, I've heard that misconception from many of people over right. the years. And so, you know, so if you're sitting there and going, okay, how do I become this servant leader? And, you know, here's some things that you need to do to become a servant leader. Obviously, you need to be more self-aware of you, right? You need more self-aware of your team and what's going on within the team. You're also going to have to spend time listening, right? Mm -hmm. Here's part of the problem. We're feeding our teams stuff, communication on a daily basis, different things. But when's the last time? that you came alongside someone and actually listened to them. Yeah. What's going on in their life, getting to know them on more than just an employee superior level, right. getting to know about their family, their interests outside of work, what their kids are up to, what they did on the weekend and actually listening, making the time to listen and putting mm-hmm. aside the distractions of the world. And then also empathy, right? Uh, yeah. empathy is a big part. And this comes back to what Chris mentioned earlier with emotional intelligence, having that empathy to, to, uh, understand where somebody else is coming from, right. Yeah. Spending a few moments in their shoes to see what things might look like in their world. And yeah. all of that is going to help you display to your team that you're trying or attempting to, or working on becoming a more effective servant leader. Yeah. You know, it come, comes back to that saying people don't know, don't care how much you know in, until they know how much you care, right? Yeah, yeah and absolutely. And active listening is huge. And again, in, in trainings that I've done at, at Disney and so on, that is probably the biggest thing that people have said they've benefited from the most because until you talk about it and you teach it, people don't understand what active listening is, right? They think they're listening but they're actually listening to respond most of the time instead of listening to understand, which is active listening, which ties into empathy, you know, and I was, I was interviewing somebody today. Um, funny enough, and I, I, we were, we were asking a question and we haven't even finished the question and I could see that he was, he was wanting to spit out his answer. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, you're not actively listening. You're not listening mm-hmm. to what we're saying. And when he answered it, he didn't really answer it because he was talking about the first part of the, the conversation we were having and, and completely missed the second part, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, active listening. And, and again, here's the, here's the test, right? If you are, whether you're a, a, a business leader, um, a manager, a church leader, even in your family, right? Ask yourself this, can you write down one or two things about everybody that you work with or everybody that you associate with that is something other than the fact that you work with them or associate with them? In other words, can you Ooh. can you say what is, what is their hobby, 
right? What are they? Are they married? What have they got kids? Do they have pets? Right? Where do they go on vacation? Right? What any of these things? Right? What's their favorite sports team? You don't have to answer all of it because that's more invasive, right? <laughs> than, yeah. than anything. But can you write down two things about everybody that you work with? That would be a good a good sample test for you folks to go out and do this coming week uh yeah. to see if you're there and then and then there's one other thing that i i'd say that and sort of an activity to throw it out there chris as we wrap things up but i i think that's great write down see if you can write down two things like chris just said about everybody you work with or everybody in your family mm -hmm. and then also one other thing that you can do is is be humble enough to listen and promise not to get mad but seek feedback oh, yeah. on your leadership style yeah and and listen <laughs> then actively listen when you ask that question yeah. yeah it'll show your team that hey he you know here's al asking me this question he must really want to grow as a leader and so i need to give him some honest feedback and i mm -hmm. think and then i need to receive that without offense taking place and and, and action it because whether yeah. i feel whether i feel that i'm doing whatever they're giving me feedback on or not they're perceiving me doing that right. because they're giving me feedback on it. Yeah. So we need to be aware of that. And then that can help us change or temper our communication styles or yeah. we're doing things or, you know, or, or the time we're spending with people, but we need to uh, actively listen. And, and of course, I, I think, um, seek the feedback of our team. Yeah. And even, and our, peers, even our peers. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you that feedback when you, when you, actively seek feedback be prepared that you might get some raised eyebrows and because people will be thinking what's the catch right yeah. what what do you what why do you want to know that and they may be reluctant to give you feedback because it's mm -hmm. not it may be something that they're not used to doing and you've not asked be before mm -hmm. right the the flip side of that al as well is like are you giving feedback to others and and mm -hmm. what i what i would encourage you to do is to give positive feedback. Yes. Right? Cuz most people when they think of feedback, they think of what we call constructive criticism, right? Mm -hmm. That's a negative connotation. We've talked about that before, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yes. but if 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 you're giving feedback to other people, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to tell them where they can improve and what they're doing wrong. Right? Why not tell them what a, a good job they do doing x Thing, right and how do, how do you do that how do, how do you work that is there any way we could help share that with everybody else on the team right to improve mm -hmm. the overall team what do you think the reaction to those people is going to be well there's an immediate level of raise and level of respect for this person and, right. and and even that willingness you're you're you by doing that are increasing your influence with those on your team correct and right, John said, leadership is influence, nothing yeah. more, nothing less. And yeah. if you think you're a leader and nobody's, you turn around, nobody's following you, you're really just out for a walk, right? Yeah. So it, you're, you're raising that level of influence. So Chris, uh, just any closing thoughts as we wrap up this episode tonight? Oh, we, we could we could do this for, for ages, right? And and again, yeah. we, we do in some of the programs we do, and we're not pitching programs. We, it's just that as we're we're talking this through, then we're, we're, you know, we mentioned what we do, but mm -hmm. I think you've, you've got to be humble enough to, to seek improvement all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Perfection doesn't exist. 
Right. I, yeah. I've said before, I'm a recovering imperfectionist. I used to think that, that I wanted to be perfect and I had to be perfect. Now I realize that it, continual improvement is what we should all be aiming for. And therefore, if we're looking for continual improvement, perfection can't exist because otherwise we wouldn't be able to continually improve. Right. So, exactly. so yeah. I, I encourage you to be humble enough to, to look at yourself and reflect on yourself and say, am I, am I being the best I can be? Right. Am I supporting people the best I can be? Mm-hmm. Is it about me or is it about we? Right. And I want you to move from me yeah. to we and start thinking about the bigger picture and how you influence those and how well, if you can multiply the impact that you have by working with other people and encouraging them, that multiplication is huge. What a difference we can make in the world if if uh, if we can do that. Absolutely. It'd be powerful. Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in and make sure you seek us out on social media. You can go to raise your, raise your, search your Raise Your Bars Personal Growth Solutions to join that page. We have a Raise Your Bars Business Building page. And for men over 40, we have uh, a Raise Your Bars Legacy Creators page. Uh, come and join us. Uh, if you found value in this, please share it with mm-hmm. uh, family coworkers. We would sincerely appreciate that. And, you know, uh, make sure you uh, add this podcast as one of your favorites so you can come back and, and listen all, listen again or get the notifications for the newest episodes as they are released. So everybody, once again, Al Rattan here and Chris Baker uh, with Raise Your Bars podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Have an amazing day. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>